You're listening to episode 273 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to be unpacking some things. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what we do on every podcast episode? Um, but we're going to be talking a little bit about victim mindset and mentality, um, taking radical responsibility and ownership for ourselves and unpacking our own personal biases, because that's just part of being human. We, we are all biased. We, we all have biases and dogma that we operate from, and it's more a matter of doing what we can to try to recognize those biases when they come up and to maybe challenge them a little bit from within ourselves. And we won't always see our own bias either. That's the thing about being biased is that it can often be inherent and built in to the point where we don't even realize that it's actually a story that we're telling ourselves and that it might not actually be true. So learning to challenge your own belief system sometimes is part of this process. It's part of becoming a, a better human in a lot of ways. And I'm going to be giving a couple um, more specific examples in this one that relate to relationships, particularly because I think that there's a lot of ways here where we can get tripped up. Um, but these are overarching principles that can be applied to any number of different situations and, and scenarios. This one was just one that I see coming up a lot. I saw it coming up for myself as well. So I want to share that and to give you a little bit of uh, personal insight there. Um, and part of this whole idea around victim mindset and taking radical responsibility, it, it's basically, you know, when we, when we get stuck in victim mindset, we are essentially looking outside of ourselves to blame others for things that happen to us and go wrong. Happen to us versus happen for us, right? <laughs> that can be part of that, that whole victim mentality. And to be clear, before we ever even get into this episode, whenever I, I or hopefully anybody else is speaking about victim, victim mindset, victim mentality and stuff, this excludes any type of abuse. Always. Abuse is not included in this conversation. Okay. That is completely separate. That requires an entirely different, um, way of thinking approach, all of those things. So I am not speaking about any kind of abuse here at all. Um, if you do want more information on victim mindset, a really great episode that kind of pairs well with this one is way back on episode 24. It's hard to believe, uh, we're up in the, in the two sixties at this point, but episode 24, why with, uh, one of my absolute best friends in the world, Christina Montalvo, 
of The Confidence Project. She and I have done multiple episodes together, and we did one way back when on victim mindset that people really enjoyed and got a lot out of, and it was a lot of fun to do it with her. So I really highly recommend checking that out because we we go into what victim mindset actually means a huge amount more in that in that episode and break it down. We, we give some personal examples. So I strongly advise you to go check out that episode uh, in conjunction with this one. Um, but ultimately, when we're talking about breaking free of this, this victim mindset that we can all get into, and we all do, we all do, like it's, it, again, it's, it's very human of us to do. Um, what, what we're going to be talking about more today is sort of taking personal responsibility for our own behavior and patterns instead of looking outside of ourselves to blame others for things that happen in our lives. And I have openly stated many, many times that the only way to get over a situation and to move forward is to identify where you could have done things differently, to really own your own actions, your own behaviors. In my nine-year relationship, for example, I chose to ignore my own intuition. Um, I, I allowed all kinds of my own boundaries to be crossed. I wanted the relationship to work so badly that I chose to overlook things that might have seemed obvious to others. And I remained in a situation that wasn't serving me because I didn't want to face what life would look like if things fell apart. I didn't trust myself enough to end the relationship. And for more on that, you can check out episode 117, all about the the nine-year affair and and all those things. But there's also a really major forgiveness factor here, not just for the other involved parties, but for ourselves. Like I had to learn to live, to, to forgive myself for the choices I made with the information, knowledge, and wisdom that I had at the time. And that's something that all of us have to learn to do. So you can check out episode 126, all about forgiveness as well. There's a, I go into a lot more detail on that one, but when I first came out publicly with the, the nine year affair and the nine years of infidelity, infidelity that my partner had been having that I found out about. It was back in August of 2019 that I came out with that episode. And right after I came out with that episode, I wrote an Instagram post about how I had every reason to dislike men and to be, but, but I'm going to get into, that's not the end of, of the sentence. There's more to that (laughs) that I'm going to get into a minute. But before I go farther with this, I want to acknowledge and, and to make clear, there can be a lot of trauma for some women in this regard, in, in relation to men. So the example, the personal examples that I'm about to give, I say this with a great deal of sensitivity around anyone who's experienced, again, abuse, um, assault, uh, or, or anything else in that regard. That again, that's a little bit of a separate issue. Okay. This, what I'm going to, the example I'm going to be giving today is more directed, um, a little bit more specifically towards anyone who has maybe dealt with past betrayals in relationships and is having a hard time seeing out from around that where, you know, maybe you are kind of thinking like all men cheat or, or all men will betray me on the other side of that. Maybe all women will betray me. All, all women will cheat. You know, there's, there's various aspects that we can come at this from in, in my own personal history it has been men. So I'm speaking in fairly heteronormative terms here, but please know that this can be applied in any number of ways. Okay. But in August, 2019, I came out with the nine year affair and then I, I came out with, I just felt really compelled to write a post and, and really pulled to talk about it because I felt as though 
there were people who were maybe, and, and this could be a, a total projection on my part, but I felt as though there were maybe um, people who were, I just got the impression that there were some people who maybe thought that I was never really going to trust men again. <laughs> and, you know, that, that could potentially be an understandable argument after being cheated on for nine years, right? And that was why I came up with this post around, like, I had every reason to dislike men. I, I've, I've listed the, the full post in the show notes that you can go read the entire thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing here, but um, I, something I don't talk about very often publicly is I, my, my, my father left uh, the family when I was a teenager, um, and I subsequently severed our relationship entirely for a variety of reasons. I, I am not willing to go into much of that publicly, but if you want more on the very small portions of that, that I am willing to discuss openly, um, in public, you can check out, uh, episodes 24 and 93. Um, again, I'll, I'll reference them in the show notes, all those things. So I had a dad who left, um, and there was, you know, a lot of hurt around, around that. Um, I got screwed around by the males I was dating in my late teens and early twenties. And then of course the ultimate betrayal by my longtime partner of nine years with his infidelity throughout the course of our entire relationship. So anyone could argue that I should really kind of hate on men, (laughs) right? And there are a lot of, um, people out there who have, you know, similar experiences or, or anything like that, who would likely feel the same way. And yet, and yet, here's a little asterisk. I'm all about the nuance. Uh, (laughs) I had actively made the choice very early on, actually. Again, I kind of surprised myself with this. Um, After things went down with my partner and I ended that relationship, very, very early on as I was going through the fallout from that, I, I really decided that I wanted to make sure that I saw the good in people. Because I was, I was concerned for myself after having gone through that, I was having all these questions come up about how can I ever trust anyone again? Like how, how can I get into a relationship again? How can I, um, start seeing and and open my heart up to another man down the road when this has been done to me, right? I was having a lot of those questions come up and I thought, no, this is, that is not how I wish to live my life. I do not want to live my life from that place of being distrustful because that is not who I am in my heart. And I felt that it was really important to see the good in people, particularly in men. And even in the the wake of the nine year affair happening and, and of that breakup, I had male friends reaching out to check on me. I could see some of the amazing men that my friends were in relationships with, the incredible men in my family. I could hardly, it got to the point where I could hardly remember a time in my entire life where I could see more amazing, good, solid men everywhere. It felt like I was, like like everywhere I turned, there were really incredible men around me. And the more I believed that, the more amazing men populated in my life and have continued to do so. I actually have far more men in my life now than that, that are close to me. I mean, than I have in, in a long time. And I say that as somebody who for many years had far more female friends, uh, had far more male friends than female friends. Um, and I worked in uh, very male dominated, very, very male dominated industry in the corporate world for 11 years too. But truly at, at this point in my life, I actually have more men in my 
sort of inner circle and more immediate proximity than I ever have before. And they are some of the, the best humans and like the best men I have ever known. They're incredible. And I truly believe that that has only happened because I made the conscious choice to look for the good. And, and I really have, you know, spent, uh, much of my life being much more comfortable with, with male friends than, than with women for a few years there, several years, I would say almost a decade. Um, but that changed, you know, a few years ago as I began to make some just really, really incredibly strong friendships with the most amazing women. It was like, as soon as I got into the online space, this entire world opened up to me and I have just continued to meet amazing, incredible women all along the way. It's just been unreal but you have to be open to it. No matter what we're talking about here, you, you see what you want to see. And if we're going back to the example about the men, if you think all men are assholes, who do you think is going to show up in your life? Like it actually quickly got to the point where I, I refused and I continue to refuse to be part of conversations with women who bash men. And I will physically remove myself from those types of situations because I have absolutely no interest in participating in or bearing witness to those types of conversations. I want nothing to do with it. I've been part of uh, group chats where the women are, are bashing men and just, you know, oh, like all men are, are assholes and they all cheat and all these things. I will physically remove myself from the conversation. I have um, been in pre-pandemic <laughs> groups of, of women, like physically in person where that has happened and I will walk away. I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want anything to do with that energy. And I also just think that it's wrong. I, because I, I just actually think that it's incorrect. I'm not saying that there aren't men out there who aren't great humans. Uh, there are some women out there, by the way, <laughs> that aren't great humans either. <laughs> it, it's, it's all about what you look for. And the other thing is too, when it comes to physically removing yourself from conversations, I want you to remember that just because you're invited to participate in drama doesn't mean you have to attend or accept the invitation. That is your choice. And this is just one example. Again, I, this is just one example. Some people walk around thinking that all women cheat. And, and I have to tell you, anyone who tells you that only men cheat are showing their own deep personal biases right there, because that could not be farther from the truth. There are just as many women uh, who cheat as men, uh, or very close to it. The, the stats are, are pretty close I, on that. I can't remember the exact stats off the top of my head, but they're very close. But let's, let's put this in reverse. If we're talking about, you know, like bashing one or the other, like, like men or women, Put it in reverse. If you come across, like if you came across someone who thought that you were a total piece of shit without knowing a single thing about you, would you want to stick around? No, because not only does that feel shitty, but you would be in a constant state of trying to prove your worth to someone determined to see you as something or someone completely different. And at some point, if this went on for long enough, it would potentially even become a self-fulfilling prophecy because you would be so tired of being told that you were bad that why wouldn't you just go ahead and do the thing you're being wrongly blamed for? Because you're being blamed for it anyway. <laughs> so you might as well go and do it, right? 
Like when we allow ourselves to fall into the role of victim and blaming everyone and everything outside of ourselves, it means we carry those biases and beliefs into every relationship with us going forward. You get what you look for. And when we are always pointing the finger at others, when we are just looking outside of ourselves all the time, we're ignoring our own bullshit and we all have bullshit. No matter how evolved you are or how much personal development work you've done, we all still have bullshit. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. I'm the first one to admit that. But the good news is the more self-aware you become, the sooner you're likely able to see your own shit coming up in order to deal with it. And, or you will hopefully be more receptive to getting feedback from, from those close to you who might notice things like that coming up in you for you to work on. Not everybody is open to feedback. I'm going to actually, I have an episode um, that I'm going to be recording with a friend about um, how to take tough criticism. And I think it's, I think it's really important. (laughs) And especially in today's world, um, I think it's really, really important. So we're, we're going to have a hold, please. We're going to have a deeper conversation on that, but um, it is really helpful to be incredibly self-aware because you can start to see these things coming up. And if you're fortunate enough to have people in your life who can not only help you to find the biases within you, but are brave enough to point it out to you, then that can be incredibly helpful too. But I kind of want to challenge you you here. Like if, if you catch yourself in your own bias, challenge yourself to actively look for information that will support the opposite belief. Okay. Look for information that will support the opposite of what you believe. Anyone with a Google search bar can do that because this is, this is the inherent confirmation bias. When we type something into Google, we are typing in, we're almost always typing in something that is phrased in such a way that we will get what we are seeking. Google will give us what we want. It's the same thing in the outside world. It doesn't have to be in a computer. And I mean, we could even go down an entire rabbit hole here around like the fact that Google has an algorithm developed to, to know your habits enough that it can probably tell if you're a little bit more, it, well, it, it can tell if you are more of a liberal person, if you're more of a conservative person, like, and then it bases its search results based on that. Okay. So that's another entire conversation around like technology and the algorithm, but I'm speaking from, from more macro view as well, that you get what you look for. You will absolutely get what you look for. This has been proven over and over and over again in so many different situations. So what happens then when someone does wrong you? Okay. Because I'm not taking, I'm not taking that away from you. I'm not taking the hurt away. I'm not saying that if somebody, you know, cheats on you, betrays you, lies to you, that that's okay. And that that's acceptable behavior. It's not, it is not acceptable at all. You cannot own their actions, which are wrong. You can only take responsibility for you and your own actions in any given situation. And you get to determine how your past plays out in your future in some ways, because if you, if you drag that, that distrust, that baggage, those biases with you around on your back for the rest of your life, not only is that going to be a a really like painful dead weight, but it is going to influence how you see the world in a really significant way. And listen, we're all going to have 
um, you know, some biases, again, we all have biases no matter what, but we are all going to have some biases based on our history and our previous experiences. The, the difference is becoming self-aware about it, noticing it coming up, and then actively choosing what you are going to do with it. That's the difference. So when someone does wrong you, you see it, you take note of it, and it reminds you what you will and will not tolerate in the future. This is where you start to learn boundaries. And sometimes you won't know you need boundaries in place until someone has already crossed them. And that's usually when you can feel, you know, that anger bubbling up in you, maybe resentment, you feel used, discarded. Like this can also happen when you're far more invested in a particular relationship than the other person involved is too. And you can start to feel those feelings coming up. But ultimately, all of, all of that to say, you have to own your choices. It does not mean that you think it's okay for others to behave poorly. It does mean that you have to own your role in any given situation. So rather than walking around identifying as a victim, which is also incredibly disempowering, how are you going to show up differently? And this is partly where you get to turn your story into gold because you get to do that for yourself. I can't tell you the number of times that I thought I can't, and I, I had long conversations with coaches and mentors and people close to me that I, one of, one of the, the only major reservations that I had about coming forward with my story was I was like, I don't want to be known. I don't want to be only known as like the girl who was cheated on for nine years. That was a really big fear of mine because I don't want to ever be viewed as a victim because I don't think of myself as a victim. And I don't want anybody else to think of me that way either. That is not how I identify. But ultimately you get to decide and you get to make that choice for yourself because we also can't control how others are going to view us. That's just the name of the game. We can't control that. You can control how you respond and react in difficult situations. So what patterns are you noticing coming up in your relationships? Look for the common denominators. And one thing to think about here, like if you're only ever blaming the people you end up with and, you know, let's say all of your relationships end up um, like in, in a betrayal or breaking of trust or you just, you always end up disappointed all the time. You know, if you're only ever blaming the people you end up with, you have to take a look internally because you're the common denominator at that point. You are the common denominator. That's a hard fucking truth to swallow sometimes, but it really, it, it, it's true. And we all have patterns that will come up. One of mine is that um, in, in the past, I have always given more than I received. That's, that's a pattern. So anytime I see that pattern coming up, I have to notice that. I, I'm aware of it happening. I see it now very quickly. And then it's up to me what I do with that. And I won't tolerate that anymore from anybody else or from myself. So you have to ask yourself too, like what lessons have you learned from an experience? How will that change how you show up going forward? What will you tolerate in your presence moving forward? And sometimes people will come into our lives to show us exactly how much bullshit we will willingly tolerate. And then we're presented with a choice about whether we will tolerate that going forward or not. That also leads into um, an entire, you know, 
sort of topic around like having hard conversations too. So check out episode 241 on that. I go into all kinds of um, truly like life changing information around how to have hard conversations. I'm not kidding. Um, that what I teach you in that episode around how to have hard conversations, they, they are things that I all that I practice like all the time in, in my everyday life. And they have completely altered my relationships with people, platonic, romantic, uh, and all in like the best possible ways. So I really, really recommend going to check out that episode, episode 241. Again, it'll be referenced in the show notes, but I, I hope that if nothing else, this episode has just made you think a little bit differently about noticing some of your own biases coming up. And, and you know, the, the betrayal um, example that I gave, that's only one example. We could be here all day talking about different examples. That was just one that um, I, I've heard come up in conversation a lot. It was one that I saw coming up for myself and I actively chose something different. I chose to look for and believe something different and the results have been life altering, absolutely life altering because I, I specifically chose to see something different and to not tolerate that kind of, um, just like shitty energy in, in my presence. I want no part of that. And it's completely shifted everything. And, and it, it shifted everything very quickly. It was like, as soon as I made that decision to see something different, everything started populating in my life in a different way that matched that belief. I am not a manifestation expert, by the way, not even close. Uh, I also think that there's a lot of like privilege wrapped up in manifestation. So please don't mistake me. This is not a conversation around manifestation. (laughs) I am not a manifestation expert at all. Um, but it is a really big conversation around choosing to not be a victim, taking responsibility for yourself and unpacking our own personal biases, which is a lifelong journey, by the way, lifelong There'll always be biases. There'll always be more coming up in us. It's just a matter of recognizing them within us, or sometimes we have to have them pointed out to us, which is when those hard conversations happen and it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but they are worth it. (laughs) So let me know what you think. I would love to hear your thoughts. Please take a screenshot and tag me over on social media over at uh, Emily Goff coach on Instagram. I'd love to thank you for listening and just thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. I'm so incredibly grateful to get to you. Speaking to your earbuds, um, truly, I, you know, I, I know I've said this before, but it, there's always a moment. It never fails. Every single time anyone reaches out to me and tells me that they listen to an episode or somebody shares an episode and tags me and I get to see it or something like that. It never ceases to be this moment of like, holy shit, I get to do this as a job. Like it's really it's, it's mind blowing to me. And I'm so incredibly grateful uh, for your time. It just, it means the world to me that you gift me with one of your most valuable resources to listen to these episodes. So thank you so much. And we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful. 
For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.